Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to be joined by stock car driver Josh Zeman. We will also hear from Corey from Buyers Racing Engines and Jody from the St. Peter Napa Auto Parts store right after a few words from our sponsors. It's Pete the Sauce Man here bringing you today's weather forecast. Okay, who am I kidding? It's always barbecue weather. Whether you're cooking on your smoker, grill, or inside your kitchen, there's a 100% chance of deliciousness when you use cookies, barbecue sauces, and seasoning. You can always count on our full line of cookies products to enhance meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, rain or shine, it's cookies barbecue time. Cookies is the one. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota, has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507-527-1020. Or as they say, no robots just real people. When it comes to detailing your vehicle at Napa, we know it's not all about the exterior. The interior is important too. With the ShopVac 20-volt handheld vacuum and its assortment of included accessories and rechargeable battery, you'll reach all the corners and clean up nearly any type of mess. Stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or shop Napa online today and pick up the ShopVac handheld vacuum for only $99.99. Keep your vehicle looking its best, both inside and out. Napa, a proud sponsor of the Dirt Show. Offer available at participating stores or online through 1031 2023 Hi, this is Steve from Poles Electric. Do you have electrical projects in your future? Poles Electric can help. Poles Electric offers industrial, commercial, farm, and residential electrical services in Minnesota and Northern Iowa. We have 24-hour emergency service, design build, automation, underground boring, solar installation, and much more. Poles Electric has a great staff and can assist you with your electrical needs. Look us up at ColesElectric.com or call us at 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all new Circle Track app, your ultimate go to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at Weir'sMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all new CircleTrackApp.com follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, 
then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Hi, this is Dave Evans from Hardwood Lubricants Chemicals, the EP Racecast You are listening to Driver's Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver's Segment here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by stock car driver Josh Zeman. And Josh, you grew up around race cars and have been around them your entire life. Talk about some of the earliest memories of race cars. Well, without a doubt, earliest memories always being in the garage with dad and grandpa, uh, grandpa would always be building dad a car, doing something, working on one of his cars, or we'd be tinkering with the go-karts. Me and my brother grew up racing carts ever since, uh, basically I was four years old. So I've been around it all my life. My oldest memories. I mean, all I ever want to do is race. Plymouth, Iowa, population 375, northeast of Mason City. You are sitting right in the heart of racing country. Cresco is not too far away, Decorah with a great racing history, and Mason City only a few miles away. It gives the driver a lot of opportunities to race. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wish I could afford to do it more because I am right in the center of the Mecca. Literally in my sanction, I think I can race four nights a week, I think, within uh, two hours of my house or my shop. In other sanctions, I think it's five or six days a week within two hours of my house and my shop. So I feel fortunate in that sense to be living right in the heart of it. I just uh, wish we could get out and do some more of it myself. The history of your grandfather, Ted Zeman, is very strong. Many fans still remember him vividly. And the grandstand section number 24 of Mason City Speedway is dedicated to your grandfather, Fans must tell you stories all the time. What is a favorite story that you've heard of your grandfather, Ted? Oh, man, there's a lot, and uh, I wish I could hear some more from anybody. So if anybody's got any, let me know. But I've got one from a buddy of my dad's, and he says that there was a cash dash in Mesa City, and another driver got into Grandpa, and he directed his night or spun him out or sent him to the back or whatnot, and Grandpa was waiting to retaliate, so he waited on the back stretch of the track for that driver to be pulling into the pits, and he ran into his car or backed into him or somehow ended up with his car on top of the other car, and he's burning the tires off on top of the car until they exploded, parked her in the pits, and called her at night, and I wish it was that easy to uh, solve some issues back in the day. That was a good one I've heard. The salon-bodied car. Your grandpa Ted built one of the first, if not the first ones, most people ever saw. That was a very successful car. Yes, um, that relates back to my other, the other answer. Um, one of the cars I grew up in the garage watching grandpa build it himself. Actually, I would have been six years old at that time. He built that car in 92 for dad. Pulled it out of a junkyard, thought it was unique. It was on a metric frame. Now he pulled a cage out of a late model at the time, or an older late model, and put the cage in and it fit right in. I remember growing up in the garage and uh, helping on that thing. And like I said, I got numerous pictures of that car 
from Grandpa working on it, Dad working on it, and myself being in there. Very iconic. I think it, I think there's a lot of things that I use off of that car myself today with mine and kind of change a little bit of the rule books itself. Um, one of the unique things is speaker decking, the way that the decking on the salon body slopes up in the back behind the driver. It's a lot of downforce, and the way Grandpa designed that from the factory, how the car was, it... Uh, it creates a lot of downforce, and that was something I carried over and kind of changed the rule books around a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's such an advantage anymore, but he had some unique things on the car, like a reverse sway bar that was upside down on the front end or some sort. Air ducting inside of the interior that was uh, more or less to fool, fool people, but it worked out. Yeah, I didn't race the car too much. I think it was approximately 10 times in a year or so, and he would win four to six times, and lost two or three motors to claim back in the day because the cars work so well. Some people think it's ugly. I think it's cool. Very iconic in my eyes. I think it's the coolest stock I ever built to date, I think. That car opened a lot of people's eyes and kind of carried that tradition along. I think it's pretty cool. Talk about your dad's racing career and some of the memories of helping him at the shop or at the track. Dad's racing career, he, he did well for himself. It was split up, you know, in different time periods. He didn't race steady to his whole career. He'll tell you that the uh, talent skipped a generation and he just liked to party and have fun, but he did win some features himself and made a little bit of a name on himself. <laughs> He's a bit of a tiger behind the wheel. He's a wild man. Fun to watch. So he always put on a show. I remember that. Being in the garage, just, just growing up in the garage. I mean, remember getting babysat in my own go-kart, <laughs> you know, like scanner in case the cops are coming because he's running too late or pump the brakes if he needs me, whatever whatever it took, you know, the little dad, whatever I could do, you know. So dad still to this day so uh he's helping too and too well so he's more of a make sure I know where the tool I just had was kind of guy now. So he's very proud of me so I can be happy about that. Your dad had some epic battles with another local Mason City stock car driver, Larry Portis. Yep, actually funny that you said that. I actually ran into Larry a week or so ago. I was on break at work, and we had a nice little talk. And he was quite the wheel man in his day. And uh, Yeah, they, they had some feuds for sure back in the day. It was one of those love-hate relationships, per se. I don't know what, what kind of words they had to say about each other, but I don't think anything bad anymore. But they definitely had a good rivalry, you could say. The last time I saw Larry run was down at Mason City when it was still the full half-mile track, and he literally grenaded his stock car engine on the last night of racing, and he said, I knew it was going. I just wanted to have a few more laps of fun. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a fun thing to do. I wish it were, the times were a little bit easier when you know, heard a motor like that and still have fun. <laughs> Memories of your very first race. How did you get your start? Well, I can't even remember my first race. I started racing go-karts when I was four years old. I remember they didn't even have a class really young enough for us yet around here. So we'd run down the Newton and stuff like that. Four cities, South Town Speedway is where I cut my teeth. Graduated to a big car, maybe I think I was 12 years old. I run maybe a handful of dirt races. I had a B-Mod on and off when I was 13 in high school decided uh, football girls and partying were more more fun than racing at the time, so I decided to, to take a break from racing, and uh, we 
got into vintage racing maybe about 12 years ago. I just kind of snowballed again from there. You picked up your first ever stock car win at your home track, Mason City, on August 6th of 2017. Memories of that whole night? Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I can remember it very well, actually. I remember we started the sixth or seventh, maybe, something like that. Kind of run third and fourth the whole race, and actually it was just going to play out. I was going to run third. And uh, the top two cars are actually Jesse Brown and Lynn Panos, I remember. Panos was leading, and uh, we got a caution. It started sprinkling, just barely, barely missed in there. And then during that caution, or maybe just before that. And it ended up being a green-white checkered. I uh, started third on the Delaware double file, so I was second out, second row out. And green-white checkered in the first one and two. I remember I passed Brown and Panos around the outside of one and two. And then uh, just stretched them out a little bit. Got the white flag jitters and let them close in a little bit. And then I think I just remember I, I only have them off and went by a couple car lengths. And uh, I remember it very vividly. It was a good night. I've had some bigger wins since. I'd actually say that mean more to me. I can, you know, bigger wins than more I get. I think, I don't know, mean a little bit more to you. But you'll never see your first, that's for sure. Anytime you can beat Lynn, that's a good race. Yeah, he was definitely a wily old veteran. You could say the same for uh, Jesse. He's got a lot of laughs. You ran nine races and picked up two wins. One of those wins was one of the coveted Ironman races. Yeah, that was actually a couple of weeks just after the race. Like, my first one we just talked about, and that one's even more exciting, you could say. It was a, a true Ironman race. It was uh, in Wester City, big half mile. It was very heavy, so it was wide open. Um, that's not my favorite kind of track to race on, and generally not as good, I'd say, in the, in the mud or the sticky. But it was a true Ironman race. I remember, uh, I'm pretty sure Derek Green is there. I know Hudwin was there. All the big guys, Staley. I know a couple of them guys wrecked out, so that's why I want to say it's kind of a true Ironman race, kind of a little bit of endurance in Ironman. No, I think five to seven months ago when I was in second place, and Staley was leading the thing. And at that time, Staley's yet to win a race, and I've only got my one, my first one. So, come down to it, he's got me stretched out by five car lengths or so, and I reeled him in, and we started really back in the corner like like I want to be a race car driver. Let her go, and I actually made a last lap pass on him to win that race at his home track, for which would have been his first win ever in a stock car. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, last lap pass just wide open on the bottom, just uh, drove right by him, just letting her eat one of the things, do you want to be a race car driver, or do you want to run second kind of deal? So that night I was a race car driver. Josh, you are one of those exciting drivers that really seems to prefer charging through the pack. Well, I definitely don't prefer that. That's just kind of how it works out, kind of one of my adversity kind of deals. Generally, it's, I don't have enough nights behind my belt to... Uh, Qualify well, like I said, I don't get through the mud really well, or we're fighting adversity, or I just don't have enough seat time to get up on the wheel early in the night. I guess I don't, I'm not sure what to what to say. I'm a bad qualifier per se. Throughout the night, generally track comes to me, my car comes to track, and I have a immaculate race car. So I'd like to give a lot of credit to the race car, but I did build that race car myself, so I will take the credit for it. So that helps me perform and do what I can on the track. So. Oh. Nice combination. I would rather start in pole around with it, but the 
that's a lot cooler, I guess, coming through the field. Changes to the Mason City Motor Speedway. You basically grew up there. Reaction when you first found out they are going to change it, and how do you feel about the track now that the changes are completed? Uh, I think my initial reaction was about the same as everybody. It was a little bit heartbroken missing the big half mile, but uh had faith in Todd and crew on building a good track, and it turned out to be one of the best tracks around. They've got a tiny little bit of dirt work to do on the thing, clean up the dirt, and it's going to be the best track around, without a doubt. It's super fast, super racy, super fun. Like I said, got a little bit of rock and dirt in it, and the rock in the sand and the dirt, so if they get that cleaned up, it's going to keep the surface better throughout the night. It's going to be better racing. Um, it's going to be less work for them. It's going to be immaculate. They have been working on facilities and everything, and uh, I'm proud to say that I'm proud of my home track. It's awesome. I don't know what they got to do to get more cars there on Sunday nights. Sunday to me is race day. Always has been. That's what Dave NASCAR races on the Premier League. Sunday's always been race day for me. So I don't know why people, I mean, we're getting good car counts, but he could get better. I don't know why people aren't coming out. He's doing everything he can to get them there as far as the pay, the uh, surface of the track, the uh, overall the entire, the entire grounds. That's where some of my favorite racing memories were. Sunday nights, Dodge County Speedway in Casson, Minnesota. And what I like about what Todd's doing at Mason City Motor Speedway, the races start at 5, you're out of there by 9, we're home in Owatonna by 10 o'clock, and it's a great program. Yep, yep, I definitely agree. You have to be a Duck Dynasty fan to get this one, but where did you get the nickname Samich. <laughs> Beard Samich. It's it's kinda come through it kinda come from a lyric actually, my favorite band. Uh, just uh you feeling sandwich for a three eleven sandwich and my nickname has come become sandwich and I grew a beard and so it's beard sandwich. Just kinda of some fun. And as you spoke about Hamilton County Speedway, you've been successful there at Webster City, Iowa. What's some of the memories of winning there? I've got actually two or three last lap passes there. I'm pretty excited to get a last lap pass. I did one on actually the last lap, last corner pass on Todd and Miles McHale on one night. So coming out three and four. So that was a pretty exciting one. Like I said, a last lap pass on Todd. It's not my favorite track to race at, but it does. It's a nice facility. It's a very cool out setup. Uh, just an old school nostalgia of the fairgrounds and the infield pitting. They are changing that up, so hopefully that changes and attracts more cars on there. Everybody can have a little bit different opinion of it also. As you mentioned, I love the nostalgia of walking down the hill and seeing that old wooden covered grandstand and all the legends on the post. But yes, they are in the process right now of changing that speedway. What are your thoughts on that overall project? Um, it definitely, like I said, it wasn't my favorite track to race on. It's kind of an old paper clippy, hammer down kind of track, and it usually migrated up towards the wall, which ain't my forte per se. So, without a doubt, he's got to do something to attract more cars, and he did that with Mesa City. So, I have all the faith in him and crew to get her done. So, I can only go get better, and I wish the best for him. The Josh Zeman. 
number 24 stock car is immaculate. You have a great loyal crew working with you. Yes, I do. Absolutely. It takes a, a lot of time and unfortunately a lot of money. But yes, um, my old man and my best friend Cole, they're always there anytime I need them. It takes more than one man. I can't uh, imagine doing it by yourself. They're always, like I said, they're always there for me. They're always at every race with me. I couldn't do without them. And that takes a lot to maintain a race car. And I can't, I couldn't imagine how some of these guys do it. They uh, race quite a bit more than I do. So I just uh, can't imagine some of the work that some of these people put into it. I've had more drivers talk about shop prep over the years, leaving nothing to chance, looking everything over. Your race team spends a lot of time in that shop, and it really showed when we were down at Mason City recently standing next to the fence talking to you. That car was so clean, you could have ate off the hood. Yeah, that's a little bit of an intimidation factor. Grandpa was always good at that. Uh, your equipment's sharp, and if it's fast, then that, that just holds one over the head of everyone else, you know, even before you're on the track. Kind of an old Sammy Swindell trait, too, you know, you know, show up looking looking good and a little bit of intimidation, you know, not that I'm trying to do that, but uh makes you feel good, makes you feel proud, makes you feel confident, too, at the same time. But uh, all it boils down to is how fast that race car is, and just keep it clean and tuned up and generally perform on the track as well. You are a USRA national feature winner. What was that whole experience like for your team? Oh, man, that was... That was absolutely huge. Yeah, we went down there on a new shock package. And that was the first night I ever raced on that with Riley and Colin at Eldorado Shock Service, Eldorado Speed Shop. That was the first night I ever run from shocks, and that turned our program around quite a bit. When it has sense, the Luke Hill Speedway kind of really suited to my needs. It was a very slick track and flat. It really suits to my needs, my, my driving style and my car, how it, how it handles. Uh, we performed very well there. That was unexpected, but not unexpected. Um, it was pretty freaking cool. I, I would have to say it was my biggest career win, I would say. Just having my old man there with his health doing and stuff, um, any, any wins cools me. So I was, uh, I'll definitely never, ever forget that night. The Lucas Oil Speedway experience in Wheatland, Missouri. Would you recommend a trip for other drivers or fans? Oh, uh, without a doubt. Everybody I know is down there right now. Tonight they're practicing for the Nationals this week. And unfortunately, it just wasn't in our budget. We only raced, I think, a little 12 times this year, maybe. Something like that. And uh just wasn't in the budget at all. I probably shouldn't even race that much. I don't use credit cards or go in the whole racing, but I strapped myself right down to the bare nettles and we just can't afford it right now. So we took a little bit of step aside. Here we are. But absolutely, the Lucas Oil Speedway, it's amazing. It's probably one of the best facilities I've ever been to. There's other tracks that have different auras and energies that I enjoy. Duke Speedway is my favorite. But each track has its different, you know, a little bit of energy and aura. So Lucas Oil definitely has its own. Very high class. I'm a very grassroots racer, so it's cool for a guy like me to, to get to a place like that and to be successful there. Uh, wish I could have got it down there this year, but this wasn't in the books. We watched you win the medieval USRA stock car A Main 
event at Deer Creek Speedway, September of 2022. What a night that was. Yeah, anytime you can do well at Deer Creek, especially win one, a good one. Like I said, that's my that's my favorite track by far. It has just a an energy about the place, the fans, the track crews, the drivers, everything about it. It's it's, it's pretty amazing. The track itself, the surface, being able to race on that thing is just a dirt racer's dream. I mean, it's just wide, smooth, and drive a corner a hundred different ways and still come out the other end just as quick as you did the other hundred ways and it's a really real driver's track it's very unique there's a lot that can be said about it but uh, we'll just leave it at the best dirt track in the country in my opinion you finished second in usra national points in the stock car division in 2022 yes that was uh, a very good accomplishment for myself Generally, I'm never happy unless I win, and I'm not not happy that I got second, but I got second to, I believe, 10 times. He's a very good competitor. I love racing with him. He's one of my favorite drivers to race against. Yeah, that's like I love-hate relationship with that second-place run because, like I said, I wanted more, but I, I'm not mad about it, but I did, uh, and every penny I have doing that, I don't know how these guys do it. I think I raced 39 last year, 22, and... I spent as much money as I make at the post office in a year racing that race car for a championship. So that's how we do it, and that's what it took for me to, to chase that. And like I said, some guys race twice as many times as that. I just can't imagine the amount of money and time, much time they're putting into it. And uh, hopefully sometime in the future we get a chance to race that much again, but we'll see how it goes. Well, thanks for all you do at the post office. Man, you guys work your tails off. Sometime my mailman's not getting to my house till six o'clock in the evening, and I know what a heck of a day. Yeah, I'm fortunate enough I don't have to work that many hours, but uh, it's it's good, hard, honest work, and it pays the bills, but not always enough of them. <laughs> the Ted Zeman Memorial that has to be an emotional night from both an excitement and some sadness when you think about your grandpa. Oh, man, I got a love-hate relationship with that. I'm touching myself too much, but we tend not to run get on grandpa's race night. I run second once, and that's about as good as we've done. It's very cool because there are a lot of people that acknowledge him as a racing hero and legend. So that uh, warms our hearts and fuels the fire for sure. Yeah, if uh, grandpa didn't... Uh, race for all them years, I might not I owe a lot to him. It would be nice to get that one under the belt sometime. Yeah. Uh, I was just at my buddy's shop, and he's got a big Ted Zeman check there. Al Hannah, he's got one. And that's pretty pretty jealous, I can say that for sure. I'm sitting here at my home in my trophy room right now, and I got some cool trophies, but not a Ted Zeman one. That would uh, definitely be icing on the cake. Now, seeing your race car a few weeks ago, you've got some great sponsors on board keeping that car looking nice. Yes, uh, that I do, and that goes full circle right back to I said uh, Al Hana and his brother Mike. Mike grew up watching those guys race. I can definitely tell you that Al is my racing hero. He's uh, without a doubt a legend of his own in North Iowa as much as my grandpa and his dad are. He's very successful on and off the track, 
father, grandfather, and personally my best friend. So I owe a lot to him as uh, my financial sponsor and emotional support. Uh, he looks up to me on the racetrack too. I mean, him got a lot in common. All we ever want to do is be a race car driver. That's all we want to do. I mean, we do everything else we have to, you know, but that's what we want to do. And I get along with him real well because of that and other things. So thank you, Al. Thank you, Mike. That would be Rookies Rockin' Sports Bar downtown Clear Lake. Seven's Steakhouse and Restaurant right next door downtown Clear Lake. And Tap Tap House and Cocktails downtown Clear Lake. If you're hungry or thirsty, Clear Lake, Iowa, head on downtown. I don't have a lot of paying sponsors on the car this year, so only the ones that I have are going to get mentioned. So that was it. And I tell you what. For anybody listening out there who has a hot rod or a race car, you know how tough it is to stay within your means. You see that new part that you know would make you faster, and, oh, maybe I should just put it on the credit card just this once. But to race within a budget and stick with that, hats off to you. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really hard because there's nothing more that I want to do is race that race car. But uh, I don't race on credit cards. I don't ask for money. I don't beg for money. I don't borrow money. I don't loan money. But uh, if my water heater in my house goes out, (laughs) what am I going to do to do that or get some American racers or some fuel for the race car? So sometimes, like you said, you got to live with it. It's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you've got a determination drive like I do. And per se, skill set on the track, um, that's kind of makes it even tougher, you know. I'm very competitive, so I want to win. But sometimes you just got to take a step back and uh, organize life per se. Well, we are literally heading into the off-season. This weekend, there are only two tracks left racing in our area, and that's Mason City Motor Speedway on October 13th and 14th. And Ogilvy Raceway still has events this weekend and coming up for the Topless Nationals. What are your goals going to be for 2024? A lot of people always kind of look to the future like that. And like throughout the year, they ask you if you're going to go to nationals, you need to do this, you need to do that. And literally, I'm on a week-to-week basis. As far as my racing, we're probably going to take a step aside for a while here. I, I truly cannot afford it. So I can't really plan the future out, per se. I can never look forward to um, a lot of times this year, I couldn't get uh, five minutes away from my shop to my home track. It just truly wasn't the budget. Uh, pickup was broken down and everything else in between going wrong. The economy, the way it is in this world, I was very fortunate to be able to do what I did and race enough as much as I did last year. So, like I said, I can't really, can't really predict the future for myself as far as racing goes. So, we're going to live it week to week, day to day. And Maybe if a barrel fuel and some tires show up in my shop, we'll be out there in Mesa in a couple of weeks. But other than that, we're probably going to be done racing for a while. Well, I hope to see that number 24 out on a track near me very soon and especially next year. And Josh, thanks for all the family history and thank you so much for being with us here on the Dirt Show today. Yes, sir. Does the thought of raking your leaves and hauling them away frighten you? If so, call Wolf and Sons at 455-3524 and they'll take the fright out of your fall. <laughs> 
Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see AeroRacingWheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today. Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, VP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of VP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agriculture, commercial, or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. With 0% financing for 48 months for qualified buyers, now is the time to take home a Rhino. Find a Rhino Ag dealer near you at rhinoag.com. Does your car suffer from rough idling and stalling? Does it hesitate when you take off from the traffic light? If it does, it could be due to dirty fuel injectors. Clean your car's fuel injection system with Justice Brothers Fuel Injection System Cleaner. It cleans the important parts of your fuel system and helps to restore normal operation. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. Available wherever fine automotive products are sold. See our display at Runnings. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault. 507-332-2434. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Corey at Buyer's Engine Service here in Rochester. And Corey, an interesting conversation came up the other day on oil slosh in racing engines. The G-forces going into the corner drives oil up into the right side valve cover and can actually starve the bottom end bearings. What are the solutions to a problem like that? It doesn't happen on some cars, but there's a lot of cars that have a lot of yeah, a lot of G-force around the corner and it pulls it up, pulls it up, and then very high volume pumps will pump that pump that thing up. I mean, there's a couple ways to get around. Either take a gigantic pan, which a lot of eight mod guys have a you know ten plus quart oil pan already, and otherwise they'll put a uh, plumb um, like drain back holes in the in the actual side of the head and pump it down to. A, bungs welded into the, into the oil patch to drain back faster. I have also heard of specially developed oil pans that can actually increase horsepower. 
Yeah, yep, that's, you know, there's there's pans with kickouts and scrapers, any, any way to control oil at least a little bit in a wet sump. You know, if you can get it off the crank, get it back in the pan, get it from, you know, winding up, anything like that, you know, helps horsepower. It's just, they've taken it from using a stock pan and trying to add a few things to them way back in the day and crank scrapers and stuff, bolted onto the block and to covering a lot of it in really good pans. Buyer's Engine Service also offers a full-service dyno. You can sit in a dyno room where we are right now doing this interview and test combinations before you even put the motor in the car, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's one of the things where it's really, really good for, for us to, to make sure, verify, you don't get anything that has leaks, anything, you know, acting funny. You know, tune your carburetor, your ignition, and make it all work so you can go out and race, do your job. I mean, we do a ton of streetcar stuff that for guys now that try to promote it because well, who wants to scratch fenders? Who wants to, you know, yank motors up twice for an issue that, you know, that they missed? I think that's an ignition issue or something like that where we can kind of eliminate a lot of those headaches for those guys so they can, like I say, just get in and, and drive it and enjoy it. And that is a real headache when you get home and put it in the car and then have problems. So if you've got everything diagnosed here, running exactly the way you want it, like you say, you can button it up once and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. We actually just had a customer last week that backed out and decided not to. And uh, and he's dealing with, he had problems with his driver for a while and all of a sudden misfire and stuff and ended up being a... A cheap distributor he had, and and uh, you know chased that for a while, and it could have been, you know, caught here and done, and could have been enjoying the you know the end of the year, I guess. What are some of the biggest things clients learn from a dyno session? Every motor is different. Certain are moodier than others. You know, some some things, the things you never expect, the small changes do big jumps otherwise the you know same same goes in the opposite direction the magazine things or the wives tales you know some of them don't gain as much as as, as people think they do and and you know, it's just a you know bunch of bunch of small things i've heard changes in little things will add five horsepower here 15 horsepower there so it's just getting those minor adjustments to get the maximum out of your motor yeah, yeah. Usually, like I say, we you know done this long enough to know usually a good starting point and stuff like that. But like I say, every every motor is different. Every head, you know, you, same motor, different cylinder head. You know, they take different amounts of timing, stuff like that. We just did a street through two for somebody that we added four degrees of timing and it picked up twenty horse. I mean, it's just like I say, certain. And then another thing, you add a couple degrees, you, you gain five or lose five. I mean, it's just finding the sweet spot and going the whole gig. There is also a point on an engine where more fuel is definitely not the answer. Getting that right combination of fuel and air is crucial to maximum horsepower. Yeah, uh, especially on, uh, we've seen especially on some two-barrel, like uh, E85, E98 deals, if they're uh, really rich in the upper end, all of a sudden they'll start developing a misfire up there that you chase for a while in the car that could be ignition could be this could be that and lots of times you don't actually think that there is a fuel curve that just because it's it runs good at a certain rpm doesn't mean it doesn't change as rpm goes up or goes down you know there's there's a fuel curve in the whole thing now is the time to get those drag race 
circle track, and even powerboat motors in here to get them ready for next spring. Yep, perfect, perfect time because we're seeing stuff come in faster than it had in the last couple of years. We were still like everybody booked out a bit, but yeah, get it, get it in, get ahead, get ahead of everybody else, and get her done. Kind of gig. Buyer's Engine Service also specializes in vintage cars and hot rod motors. I see so many old engines for sale on Facebook Marketplace. What are some tips on buying a vintage motor so you don't end up with a boat anchor? Oh, that's a hard one because one crack could, you know, could could wreck it all. Uh, say, hopefully it's. I mean, if if you can hear it run, that'd be great. If it's if it's a running deal, sometimes if it's ultra rare, I mean, expect to, you know, if, and it's really heavy rust on the outside, not you know sitting outside for a while. Well, definitely don't be paying full price. You know, full full what a you know a regular nice pre core would would be. But, but yeah, check, you know, if it's got oil in it, definitely check if there's water floating in it or, or you know, anything like that. Just give it the one that's over you the best the best you can. I mean, that's about all you can do. You got the El Camino over to Rock Falls to make some passes. It's great to be able to test your own stuff. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's a, you know, I've had, I've had, a, I've drag raced for 20-something, whatever, just out of high school. I've been off and on with, with that car. At different stages in its, in, in its build but for me it's it's a learning thing I, I you know I enjoy it and anything that I've ever happened to me helps everybody else because then I can avoid somebody else having the problems I've had so it's it is nice to go out there trains you know be down a little bit and and try to avoid bad things happening to other people try to try things out on it once in a while and and, and that you think will work and see if they do what cool projects do you have in the shop right now? Oh, it's like Pontiac land right now. I think I have a I have a four fifty five rear four fifty five four bolt block. Uh, I have a three eighty nine out of a sixty six GTO. A another four hundred out of I don't know what he didn't say what that was out of, and a I think there was another and, and actually a three fifty Pontiac. Otherwise, there's a we have a pulling tractor motor we're working on that we're just just getting ready to get it. The crankshaft taken care of for it because they're stroking it an inch and it's going to be one of the nostalgia pulling tractor deals and i think there's a yeah there's another one getting a custom camshaft built for it and it's just lots of lots of not average day stuff how can they find out more about buyers racing engines here in rochester you can give us a call at uh, 507-282-5586 check us out on the web at buyersengine.com or just swing in, 2915, 20th Street Southeast. Corey, it's always a blast sitting down and talking with you. You are a wealth of knowledge, and we always have a great time. Thank you, sir. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is the only museum in the world that's solely dedicated to sprint car racing. Located in Knoxville, Iowa, next to the world-famous Knoxville Raceway, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round for race fans to come in and learn more about sprint car racing. You'll see 30 to 35 race cars on display that are constantly changing throughout the year. In addition, you'll find memorabilia, historic race shops, and racing videos inside the museum next to the sprint cars. There's a racing movie theater on the museum's second floor, all of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees plaques and stories on display, a panoramic view of Knoxville Raceway, and the world's largest sprint car retail store, all at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. 
fast shafts. Drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin-you-in-the-seat feeling of a big-block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Jody from the St. Peter Napa store. And Jody, we were talking a little bit off the air. And a few weeks ago, I had race driver Dave Bethke from Wasika, who used to race way back when St. Peter Speedway was still open. And the conversation came up that you live right near that property. And actually, there's some stuff, some remnants still around out there. Yeah, we were uh, building my uh, pole shed. We were drilling the holes in the ground and we were pulling up like pieces of uh, car parts like the uh, little pieces of that you the rubber pieces that does mount to like a gm car in the front fender so in case you get like a like a dent in the like you dent up the bumper or something it doesn't take out the fender and and uh, pieces like that i think i'm on like maybe turn four or something like that and they used to call the track i think peachy's track or something if i remember right people telling me but it is pretty it was pretty cool, a little history there in the, in the town of St. Peter. But Can you see any of the existing banking? Is any of that left or any of the track configuration? Well, the track stuff is all pretty much excavated now. It's kind of uh, one side's industrial park and the other side is housing and stuff. So there's really not much remnants besides people telling me about it. And then when we were pulling up some of the car parts, so, <laughs> yep. Last weekend, we were at Murray County Speedway for the Hub City Rumble, and on the way home, I had to get on the brakes hard for a couple of deer. Farmers are out in the field right now picking beans, picking corn. They're pushing those raccoons, turkeys, and deer around, and right now, Napa has some great deals. Let's start with the night vision headlights. The night vision headlights, are got, uh, they're super bright, and they have uh, $10 off on a double pack. They really work. We have three different flavors, but I usually suggest the best one if you're going to do it. And uh, they really work good. And then we got uh, wiper blades on sale, too. The Trico ceramic, the silicone ceramic ones. And uh, we've sold quite a few of those. And a lot of people praise them pretty well because they don't make a lot of uh, chattering noise. And they slide on the window pretty well and do a very good job. 
Well, yeah, this is uh, good deals in Napa. And the nice thing about your hometown Napa stores, if you pull up, you pick out your wiper blades, you'll actually come out and install them for them. We can do that except for a semi-truck. We're not too hip on trying to get up in one of those things, but we can do cars and light trucks. The other great deal right now is brake components, and if you want to make sure you can stop when you see a deer, good time to upgrade. We have a prepaid Visa card for $50 in qualifying brake purchases, and then you have to go to like Nap Online and see which ones are the qualifying ones. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a great deal if you got to do the brakes front and back, and we got all the parts on hand, and so we're ready to go for this new season coming up called winter. And I know right now you're all stocked up, ready for the fall harvest season. If people are in the St. Peter area and have any type of trouble, I always say just look for that blue Napa sign. Where are you located in the town of St. Peter? We're on 311 South Front Street, right downtown of St. Peter here. One block to the east from 169. Easy to find. Jody? Thanks for all you do there in St. Peter for the local community, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Have a good night. Thank you. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256 256- 7766. That's 256-7766. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat. Stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasonings. We were at Murray County Speedway last Saturday night for the Hub City Rumble in a 20-lap bomber, A-Main, Chris Hoagland, in the Sport Compacts, Nate Koopman, in the Hobby Stocks, Corey Probst. In the Sport Mods, Justin Borklin. In the Stock Cars, Elijah Zervenbergen. And in the Modifieds, Brandon Beckendorf. They were also racing last Saturday night, September 30th at I-94 Speedway. In the Short Trackers, Sean Beto. 
Inuasota Late Model A Main, Danny Vang, Inuasota Modifieds, Lucas Rodden, In the Mod Fours, Dustin Holquist, In the Modifieds, Dan Ebert, In the Street Stocks, Jeff Ekdahl, In the Super Stocks, Dexton Cook, and In the Pro Legends, Sean Johnson. Mississippi Thunder Speedway had their Punk and Nationals last Friday, September 29th, and Saturday, September 30th. On Friday night, in the Hobby Stocks, Dylan Clinton, in the B-Mods, Taylor Osrud, in the Modifieds, Jake Tim, in the USRA Late Models, Lance Hofer, in the Batwing Mini-Mods, Nathan Kilwine, and in the Stock Cars, Derek Green. Saturday, September 30th at Mississippi Thunder Speedway, the Punkin Nationals finale in the Hobby Stock A Main, Dylan Clinton in the USRA B-Mods, Joe Chisholm in the USRA Modified A Main, Jake Tim in the USRA Late Models, Lance Hofer in the Batwing Mini-Mods, Corey Crasper, and in the Stock Cars, Braden Gear. Madison Speedway in Madison, Minnesota was able to get their Madtown showdown in, but it had to be on Sunday, October 1st, in the Pier Stocks, Colton Schuler in the Street Stocks, Andrew Hansen in the Midwest Modifieds, Blake Adams in the Super Stocks, Trevor Nelson in the Modifieds, Ryan Hobbin in the Gen X Late Models, Charlie Olson and in the Hornets. Adam Vanderstein. Looking to get your boat seat upholstery fixed? Do-it-yourself kits will force you to redo them again next year. Choose the best. Choose Auto Trim Design of Oatana. Before you put your boat in storage for the winter, drop the seats off with us to get the upholstery fixed. Then pick them up in the spring and they'll be good as new. That's Auto Trim Design of Oatana. It's that time of year again. Time to get the snowmobile ready to roll for the new season. If you need new registration numbers put on your snowmobile, make sure that your snowmobile looks as perfect with the help of Sign Pro in Oatana. Located one mile west of walmart get more muscle for your money with dixie chopper lawn mowers we've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero turn mowers for over 40 years dixie chopper offers a full line of residential commercial and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs visit your local dixie chopper dealer today or visit online at dixiechopper.com for 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Miskin Auto Parts, in God we trust. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer near 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.